<laughs> Hello guys and welcome to the second episode of our podcast, The Wolfpack Chronicles. My name is Destiny. And I'm Scott. And I'm sorry there has been an entire month in between episodes, but... It has not been a month. Yeah, I think we last uploaded the last one on the 15th or 16th of May. Seriously? Yeah. Oh man, I thought it's been like two weeks. No, that's just how life is when you have two under two. It just like goes super fast <laughs> and also agonizingly <laughs> slow at the same time. <laughs> All right, so what do you want to talk about this week or month? So our podcast episode today, tonight, um, is going to be embarrassing stories, embarrassing date stories. I'm going to tell an embarrassing date story. Do they only have to be date stories? Because I have a lot of embarrassing stories in general. Yeah, yours can just be a generic story. Nice. And I'll make mine a date story. Okay. You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay, well, let's see. Um, so, I should preface this a little by saying that I was homeschooled. And I was a very sheltered child. No offense, mom. But I thought the F word was frick till I was 16 years old. <laughs> so, when I was 16, I was a good little church-going girl, and my mom decided to kick me out of the house. Um, she wanted me to spread my wings and fly, and she sent me off to church camp in Oklahoma. I lived in Arizona, and I still live in Arizona, unfortunately. And so, she sent me off to this camp with people that didn't really like me, and Honestly, uh, it was a very traumatic experience, but I survived. Here I am. So at this church camp, we were literally in the middle of a forest. Like, there was no air conditioning in the rooms. It was very rural, and there were, like, sometimes snakes in our cabins. It was a pretty crazy experience. So at the end of camp, there was a date night. Now, once again, little homeschool destiny had never been on a date, um, I once had been asked out by a 10-year-old, and that was the extent of any romantic relationship I'd ever had. I was also 16 at the time this 10-year-old asked me out. <laughs> so anyways, um, I'm going to this church camp, and obviously my personality is just really attractive, and all the guys wanted me. So there was this one kid, I'm not going to say his name on the off chance he's watching this, but he became very... Um, in love with me like let's, yeah he was infatuated with me good adjective scott i'm trying and again i'm not going to say his name but i will say that he shared the same name as my goat back home and it was a very <laughs> confusing experience for me because my goat had a ginger beard and this said boy also had a ginger beard so the entire time that i was at this church camp all i could think about was wow miss that goat back home so Goat boy finally got up the nerves to ask me to date night. Goat boy. And I said yes because I was like, what the heck, why not? Um, this is just probably going to be really awkward. So got ready, borrowed a dress because I didn't own a single dress at that time. Somebody curled my hair for the first time. Wow, so cute. This is like a um, rom-com, you know, like a 1990s. She's all that. That That's what I was, that's what was happening to me. Makeover. So like oh yeah she doesn't like this story <laughs> like in true church date fashion 
um, in the middle of date night, somebody decided to get baptized. So we walked our way over to this rural little lake, and we watched a young boy get baptized. It was a very romantic experience while we were all um, watching this guy's relationship with God bloom. You know, that's what baptism is. And so... (laughs) We started walking back to the cabin, and like I said, guys, this was just an out-in-the-middle-of-nowhere camp where if you walked through the woods, you would literally get, like, leeches on your legs. Pretty terrifying. And we were all heading back. I think there was about 100 kids at this camp. I'm on a date for my first time. This kid is trying to casually hold my hand, and I'm like, no, it's sweaty. We're in Oklahoma. Like, please stay away from me. Humidity is just taking my life away. That's the baby, if you're wondering. She's cheering me on. (laughs) Dude, she's super talkative right now. She has a story to tell of her embarrassing date. (laughs) Same girl, same. So, walking back to the cabin, and I'm trying to come up with a conversation to have with Goat Boy, because social anxiety, I really had nothing to talk about. I was like, hey, I miss my mom. And... (laughs) Awkward. <laughs> I was like, this is the first time I've ever been away from my mom in for more than like eight hours. What about you? And he's like, yeah, I'm 18, so I don't even live with my parents. And I was like, okay. Um, that's cool. So. This is illegal. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to keep up conversation, trying to understand what he's saying, trying to be quick on my feet, interactive, you know. And I hear somebody in the, in the, behind us say, something and it was really muttered and I wasn't paying attention and I heard whole and it occurred to me a few seconds too late that he was saying destiny there is a hole and um, I realized that as I fell into about a six foot deep manhole in the middle of the woods um, and I laid there for a while while goat boy just stared at the top of the hole laughing at me did not help me up again was wearing a dress for like the first time ever my beautiful curled hair I was mortified. Eventually, I did crawl out of that hole. I survived, and I tried to brush it off and act like nothing happened. You know, just cool, calm, collected, kept it going. Did you cry? Almost. But I, I held it together. Dude, that would suck. It was so embarrassing. I didn't tell anyone about this forever. Like, I didn't even tell my mom until, like, two years after it happened because I was so embarrassed. And my social anxiety just, like, crippled. Like, it swallowed it, and I couldn't even let it out. So you didn't tell her till you were an adult? Yeah, I literally... You were like, all right, I got this. I'm an adult now. I literally didn't tell anyone for years. I was so mortified. <laughs> so we kept the date going, and um, at the end of date night, we all stood in a circle out in the middle of the field, and we said a prayer. And at the end of this prayer, Goat Boy looked at me and tried to kiss me, and I ran away. And that was the last time I ever saw Goat Boy church people do just make moves when it involves god yeah that's super weird your church is weird i think that's a i think that's a pretty average church you know god brings us together we are one (laughs) that's funny (laughs) tbh though i found out later that a bunch of the guys were like smoking weed and dropping acid on roofs and of the cabins see that sounds more like my church i think you guys are probably going to hell no no maybe no 
All right, so that was uh, my embarrassing date story. Like I said, it happened when I was 16, and I held on to it for so long, I didn't go on another date till I was 20, and that was Scott. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> All right, my turn? Yep. Okay. Um, since you've told a falling in the hole story, I will tell a falling in the hole story. Scott, we do not want to hear about how you lost your virginity. That was a good one. Look at you. <laughs> quick on your feet okay um this was also during like a i wouldn't say church camp because it was just like my youth group which was like 12 people i think something like that uh but we did a trip that we went to big bear first and we stayed at like some random person's cabin that knew somebody through the church but it was super nice and when we got there, it was super dark out. Uh, we all ate dinner. And then I guess it was me and my buddy Danny. And we were in charge of taking the trash out. And so we walked out front, went around the whole cabin, and then found the trash cans, threw the trash bags away. And then on our way back, I was like, I don't want to go around the whole cabin, so I'm going to cut through the bushes real quick. Because there's like, like four foot high bushes right out front that we walked around. And I guess they were a border, if you will, to just like, you know, like a 10 feet wide, 10 feet long and like six feet deep, just random hole. So I took one step past the bush and just disappeared like mid conversation with Danny. And I just like hit my face in the ground and then I just laid there and I kind of just laid there until Danny casually walked all the way back up the stairs into the cabin waited for the youth leaders to like stop talking and then was like hey Scott fell in a hole and he's not responding so that's my falling in a hole story that was a very good one thanks for sharing Scott I know that that was hard for you to talk about no, not at all. <laughs> I have a lot of embarrassing boy stories. I could honestly go on forever. Um, I also have a lot of embarrassing falling stories. One time I fell off a bridge. One time I broke my collarbone falling. Basically, the moral of this story is that me and Scott are incredibly accident-prone people, and I really fear for our children. Oh, I got one. This, this isn't embarrassing. This is more just like pure stupidity at the age of nine. 10 when did heelys come out heelys yeah i don't know okay well if any of you want to comment on this later on let me know when heelys came out because i don't feel like googling it but it was within that year i was in california with all my cousins and two of them brought skateboards one of them had a scooter and then i had heelys and my nana lives like the middle house on this like steep hill in a neighborhood so we all went to like the top of the hill and like bombed the hill with whatever vehicles we had so two skateboards scooter heelys because i was cool like that um and i did it like five times and did perfectly fine and then the one time my cousin ran and got my mom and like the rest of the family to like come outside and watch us do it because we thought we were super cool uh we we're going down and then like everything went wrong 
so the first cousin did perfectly fine and he like sped all the way down nothing happened it was cool and we all went at the same time we just all had different speeds uh the second cousin got speed wobbles but happened to like wasn't going too fast so when he jumped off his board he was able to catch himself and just keep running with it um the third cousin on the scooter hit a car a parked car was not moving he just just right into it and then me i was going down the sidewalk on my heelys and somehow i hit a rock and it got stuck between the wheel and the heel and I did like one of those falls where it's like zero to a hundred miles an hour. So you just like face plant immediately. Um, and I broke my fingers and I tried crawling to grass and I was crying. And then my mom had to come and pick me up. And then she punched my cousin in the face because he was supposed to be watching me, but instead he was skateboarding. Um, yeah, that was really fun. Oh, and I think she handed me to her dad. And this was like a week after he had knee surgery. Yeah, it was a good time. (laughs) Oh, I could talk about the time I shattered my whole left leg. I think we'll have to save that for another day because if we spent an entire podcast talking about all the bones you've broken, broken, we'd be here for a while. Honestly, we could just do a whole podcast on that. Yeah, we'll see um, if we get any requests. I hope not. It's a lot to talk about. Okay, and that's why you don't marry an ex-skater. Um, thanks for tuning in. This was the end of our podcast. Hope you enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, we'll see when we have time to film another one because our kids are popping off oh my God. 24-7. <laughs> Bye. Later, homies.